All right, welcome to this week's episode of Spike and Spy. I'm Ghost, here with Active. Hey, guys. Visionaries of scores of all time, really. <laughs> uh, uh, we're we're going to have a great podcast this week without Smalley. I don't know where he is, but he it's just uh, me and Ghost. Ghost is very, very tired, and I very, very, very erratic. So this is going to be the most off-topic podcast anyone has ever listened to but trust me i'm sure smalley left the podcast and the recording process in capable hands kind of last week if smalley didn't edit any of the podcast it would be like an hour 30 and the trivia section would be like 30 minutes of that (laughs) yeah and it ended up being an hour, I think, an hour and 10 minutes or something like that. <laughs> yeah, honestly, the fact that Amy had to handle three audio audio tracks at the same time, honestly, the, he made me... Mad big, props. Yeah. Really Mad props props. I guess we'll jump in. We missed week two because we were all busy. Ghost had a birthday, I think. I had a test, yeah. and Smalley was the only one. So... I guess now the tables have turned, and I'm just going to go over week two scores very, very briefly and offer a one-sentence thought on the game using my classic improv skills. All right, Master Boaters versus Bohemian Capsidy on A-Team. Master Boaters swept. It seemed close at times, but good job for Master Boaters from getting the sweep. I'm very proud of them. Dark Side versus Blockwork. I don't want to talk about this. Dark Side but... kill Blockwork. <laughs> it's not fair, dude. It's not it's fair. Destroyed. They got so many pubs. <laughs> well, it'll happen. But, I mean, you guys did get did get a revenge on B-Team, so... Yeah, yeah, that was. We're gonna talk about that. That's a fun. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, well, no, no, no. We'll talk about it later. Don't worry about it. Manipulation Station actually won in overtime, and then won the second game against Olive Jardim. Wasa didn't play. They put Jace one in for Wasa, and he did pretty well. This was a surprise. I thought Olive Jardim would Olive Jardim would be able to split at least, but very solid showing from them from Manipulation Station in order to keep their undefeated record there. Team About Nothing versus Post Office, pretty easy sweep for them. Actually, the first half of Game 1 was one nothing, but then after that, it was pretty comfortable. Ball Guys did pretty well against Spherical on Ice, sweeping them. Spherical on Ice kept it close the first game, but then the second game was pretty meh, lackluster. And the last A-Team game, Land Before Times versus Catalytic Cap Converters. CCC, Civilian Christian Corps, I think. No, Civilian Conservation Corps. That's my favorite name. Yeah, CCC swept. And I think this is when we kind of started to maybe think LBT wasn't as good as as everyone thought they were. I have a feeling I'm going to... I think I picked them this week in Survivor, and I have a feeling (laughs) I'm going to regret that. I have to check. But yeah, LBT's offense did not score a a single cap in the first half of Game 1. They only scored one cap for the entirety of the first game it was it was pretty bad showing and ccc got the easy sweep and for b team because we have to get over this quickly master builders versus bohemian capsidy it was a two to one series win for bohemian capsidy i think i predicted it would be like that i really like bohemian capsidy's first four and then master builders didn't really have solid depth you can say and it just spiraled in game two 
they did come back with a good win, Masabotos in Game Three, but at that point they already lost the series. So, uh, Dark Side of the Ball versus a Blockwork Orange, a Blockwork killed Dark Side. They didn't. They didn't. They didn't. Man, I didn't. I did not know what I was seeing. That uh, my team played perfect. <laughs> Everything seemed to go our way. <laughs> it was ridiculous. If I remember correctly, you guys just had a ridiculous number of tag pros, like in one of the games i can't remember what map it was but one of the games i remember you guys just had a ridiculous number of tag pros like i think i think it was something like you got 10 pups and eight of them were tag pros or something like that yeah that's ridiculous that shouldn't that shouldn't be a thing it doesn't matter got the win <laughs> yeah um i think we still pulled out one on you guys though, got so. one overtime win it was um, an abo basically they got seven points and ducks i got two points from that Surprise! I thought it was surprising after last week. Blockwork after the week one, Blockwork played Pustov as pretty closely and got swept, and it was pretty nice to see us winning the close games for once. Uh, Manipulation Station versus Olive Jardim Nip Sweep. I mean, I think I kind of I kind of liked their odds going into this game. I picked them in Survivor last week in order to sweep, and they did pretty well. Yeah, that team is just like season fifteen. Manipulation Station Season 15 B Team. Mm-hmm. Uh, team About Nothing versus Post Office. This was an interesting matchup. I think this was like like top three, two of the top three B teams going against each other, and it was back and forth. Team About Nothing takes a 2-1 series. Each game was like pretty interesting. 7-3, 3-10, Ball Guy versus Spherical and Ice B Team. Uh, Ball Guys take the 2-1 win, and... I don't know what's happening to Spherical on Ice. I thought this, this B team was going to be like number one. You have KL, Aramigo. Uh, I think we traded them. I don't remember if Arrow was on the team yet or was off the team. But it's still still pretty disappointing for me to see them not really doing well. We were right, or you guys were right, when you were talking about their lack of depth. Yeah. But ball guys, uh, they have their defense. They don't have a lot of defenders, but they're making do with the ones they have. They played a couple of offenders on defense. Randy Bobandi had a really good half, I think game three or something, and he did pretty well, and they're getting the wins. So this should be interesting. Without Del Solar, Del Solar hasn't played a minute for them. With Spherical and Ice, I think their main problem is that they have what appears to be an offense, but their defense is kind of lacking. They have, out of their top four that all have 120 minutes, they have KL with a 9.20 gas, which obviously we knew he was going to be good. Aramigo looks like he's kind of playing both ways. He's got a 5.0 gas and an 8.8 D gas. So he's kind of, you know, higher than average offense stats for a defender if he's playing defense and definitely higher than average defense stats if he's playing offense. And they got Unit 01, which has an almost 9 D gas, and they have. Simul 12, who has a 7.7 DGASP, and both of those are under 3 OGASP, so I'm not really even sure. I know KL's doing most of the heavy lifting on offense with 16 caps. Yeah, that defense is looking kind of grim. And finally, Lambert for Timers versus CCC. CCC takes the 2-1 series, and but the games were really kind of, actually, you know, the aggregate makes it seem like it was close, but it was like one really good game for CCC, one really bad game for CCC, and then a really close game between them. And this is actually interesting mm. because I didn't think LBT would be down this early. Their record is not that good. Mm-hmm. It's not indicative of the players they have. Both Western B teams kind of struggled week two. 
even though we both, I think everyone thought that they were like top three. I don't, uh, I don't want to talk about it. Uh, this week is the, uh, this week is the return. All right. This week's the, it's the turnaround. Totally. And now we're going to the actual week that happened the previous week, week three, uh, maps were Merald and Moonbase. So now week three, we'll go, we'll start with A team because A team good, B team bad. Okay. Well, Post Office versus Darkseid. That was interesting. I, I really enjoyed it. I mean, yeah. Post Office had a lead in the first half of uh, Merald. I mean, they were they won the first half three nothing, and then they just played defensive game two, game half two. It's just and then they slowly let Darkseid come back in, come back in, and then in the last like twenty seconds, Darkseid gets the tying, like gets the uh, fourth cap to tie on aggregate and then they win in overtime and then game two it was an offensive it was really fun offensive wise 24 caps in those two halves on moon base it was really fun to watch i watched this game because i actually wanted to see how to beat dark side and it just seemed that they were picking their spots with mm. power-ups and they were picking their spots with caps dsb is a really good team buddy gotta say <laughs> on a team <laughs> office Post Office didn't have Jerry. They had Dwarf and Bold Roller on defense. So to almost lose to Dwarf and Bold Roller on defense. But again, um, it's still a capable defense. Uh, Dwarf is definitely capable of playing offense. No matter how many seasons he has found his way uh, down to B-team to play defense, he's still a very capable defender. Again, I think that first map uh, plays more towards uh, patient play and not doing crazy things on defense, just like sticking to prevent and solid contain. And I think those are things that he's good at. Yeah, makes a lot of sense. Game two on Moonbase, it was basically what you said it would be chaotic. 14, like 9-7, 5-3, just no defense whatsoever in these games. But DSB ends up with the win yeah. in overtime and then the game two wins, so they get five points. Post office now, they get homie in free agency. Jerry comes back. So now they have a Jerry Homie defense with Laser Pig and Espel on offense. And I'm just thinking, that looks like a good team all of a sudden. Like, yeah, I don't does. know. I think Jerry's decent on defense. I don't think he's as world-beating as he was on offense, but he's still a really good defender. And to have Homie with him as well, the main issue that I always thought of was their defense. But now you have these two solid defenders. I think the offense will be now allowed to, like, do what they do best. Espo is really good at holding. He did. He had a really good. Uh, he had a really good week mm-hmm. this year. Uh, this uh, week leading in hold. So it'd be interesting to see how they play against Bohemian Cap Cities. All right. Now on to the next game. LBT versus Olive Jardim. Yeah, Olive Jardim got the sweep, and there's 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 got to be some sort of change with the LBT squad. Like. I don't know what's happening. Their offense isn't clicking the way I thought it would. They only got one cap on Emerald. And they did pretty well in game two moon base, but then they lost it in game two half two. So there's got to be some way to fix it, but I don't know how you can fix the offense. Like I said, I think it's the offense of LBT that's that's really struggling. Um, looking at the stats... It looks like they're uh, either struggling to get grabs or they're struggling to get good grabs. Amy had 12 grabs in half one. Saskatchewan had 16 grabs in half one, whereas Squid only had nine and Steez had 12. So they're with with similar prevent numbers by the defense. And obviously part of that is part of that is all of Jardim got out more, uh, meaning that they're 
flag isn't isn't in base and they're having to play more OD. Yeah, I think that's all solved by being able to get out of base not only consistently but um, effectively. Yeah, I mean LBT should have won on Moon Base. They were up to nothing in half two after already winning the first half five four, but then they just yeah. hit a brick wall, and then Olive Jordan just got six straight caps. It's been disappointing for them to say the least. I mean, they did get Anduin in free agency, and then they made a trade. They traded Anduin away, and Rick G, and they traded Anduin for Potato Chip. I have no idea mm. how Potato Chip does on Dallas. Um, yeah, I mean, if that works out, at least at least helps your your offensive. Game yeah, it should be interesting to see uh-huh. how the new line. What if they do make any changes to the offense? What would it be like? I thought LBT getting Anduin, they would put Anduin on defense and then put in like one of Chucky or Sacco to play on offense to maybe get the boost or something. But mm-hmm. I guess that wasn't the plan. So now I don't know. Maybe that he's trying to show up the B team. Maybe. Yeah, it might just be. I don't know. Well, that's the thing. LBT's B team isn't doing that great either. I think maybe one of them is O-restricted or D-restricted. Do you know? Do you know if... Uh... Don't worry, buddy. This is why we have the NLTB info hub. Uh, I don't see any uh, position restrictions for these guys. Oh, no, no. He's checking D-restricted. Yeah. Whoops. Okay. So, yeah, that's why. That's probably why. I don't I don't think El Taco is the better of those two on offense. So, I think they'd rather keep their defense strong and... Kind of All right. Next matchup. This is a this was a doozy. Bohemian Cap City versus Team About Nothing. Team About Nothing gets the sweep with a plus thirty cap differential. Yeah. This is one of those games where you're like, okay, this is like one v twelve, and I don't think I can say anything other than the fact that like every player on Team About Nothing had a ninety five plus positional niche for this week. Like Skippy had the hundred. I think. Who said the hundred? Yeah, <laughs> BCC is struggling. You like? <laughs> I looked it up. Like every member of Bohemian Capsity had a higher than forty percent flaccid rate. PK had a fifty percent flaccid rate. I don't know. If I've ever seen a high yeah. flaccid rate from an offender before. That's really high. That's half of his grabs. That's a lot. <laughs> and Potato Chip wasn't that great either. He had the twenty-one uh, ownership for the week. So I guess trading no. him might have been due to that. But now, if you look ahead, Bohemian Capsidy has Space Tiger and Anduin for their A-team. So I think Anduin uh-huh. will replace Rick. I think Rick is moving down to play B-team offense, and PK will be paired up with Space. It'll be an interesting dynamic here. Space Tiger and Anduin coming in, just joining an 0-6 mm-hmm. team to see if they can maybe get a playoff spot. Well, there is still hope. Um, and I think that if if you're going to pick up anybody to do it, Space Tiger <laughs> and Anduin are the people to do it. That's a, Those are two really solid pickups. That I mean, it'll be interesting to see how they mesh with the rest of that team um, and like what kind of roster moves they make to make room for them and how that impacts not only their A team, but their B team. Well, I mean, now Rick G, uh, Rick G plays B team offense. B-team. Last like season eighteen, he did really well on offense. He made it to the Booper Ball. He beat Dark Side of the Ball in the fight in the Foci Four <laughs> in order to make the final. He was really good on offense. So I think that B team now gets a much like a really good boost. 
and they become like a contender with their top four lineup being like Luke Mu, Breathes, number uh, one, two, three, eight, four, and Rick G. And for Team About Nothing, I mean, they've played the worst three teams, but good teams do beat up on bad teams. So I guess there's an issue, there's yeah. a reason why they're doing so well. They play the eighth seed in, they play my team next this week, which is eighth seed. So I don't think they play a top three team. They don't play any of like the top five teams. Unless, uh, unless Dark Side of the Ball stays in the top five. <laughs> Let's be real. Mm-hmm. Dark Side of the Ball is going to stay in the top five. Right. Okay. Come on. Yeah. And they would play the week them after. week five, right? Or no, All right. Master Builders, Master Builders versus Spherical on Ice. Master Builders got the easy sweep. They did really well, especially in the offensive department. No name was holding all day. And he leads the league in hold now, overall. So overall, they switched up their lineup. They moved direct to offense and uh, ax- uh, chaos or axel or to defense. And it seemed to work pretty well. I would like to see it work against a team that's more, I don't know. Well, it's not like that. No, it's more like six, this is... Yeah. That was... <laughs> Spherical and Ice has played three different lineups, three different weeks. And this week will be their fourth different mm-hmm. lineup. I mean, they're trying something, but it's not working. <laughs> and if you exhaust all of your options, I feel like now Master Builders seems to have more of a a grip on what their uh, team does. No name is evolved, like still d- doing great at the NLTP level, at least a team level. He could play minors next season. He's been really good. Anthony Davis still solid. For Spherical on Ice, they add Evan to uh, the defense. But I think Vintis isn't there anymore. I think he's uh, going to be AFK for a bit. So they gain a good defender and they lose a good defender. So I feel like they're back. Yeah, I mean... I said you hate to see just, that. What can you do at that point? The offense isn't working. I mean, T-Swift KL. It should. It's a, it's a decent offense. Like I said, KL tries to do everything. Yeah. So I think he's maybe solo grabbing a little bit. And I think... T-Swift and KL aren't really working that well. I feel like they're both aggressive when they need to. Ball guys versus Blockwork Orange. I just... <laughs> no, great. Great active. Now we're going to get defunded. Okay. I don't... Now... I like... <laughs> God. It's not fair. Why do nice. I have to play the nice. number one team three weeks in a row? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I played Dark Side. I played block. I played. I played because ball guys. Now I play bad. team about nothing. This isn't fair. I don't want this. I don't want it. This oh, is like a repeat of last season where I played the top seven teams and I came eighth. Aren't you? Aren't you on the CRC? Can't you just adjust the? No, schedule? because we did a blind. We did a blind thing where we like uh, did a random well, thing. That's unfortunate. Look, man, I'm corrupt, but I'm not that corrupt. <laughs> it's. It sounds like you just got. The luck of the draw. It's not the luck um, of the draw. Not, not, not in your favor. It's <laughs> not luck. All right. Well, it is. He said it was blind. That's 100% uh, luck. That's all, that's all luck is. We'll talk about the game now, at least. Is it? We'll talk about the game. We should have won. Mm-hmm. One game, at least. Uh, look, you don't remember. Why, look, why do you Ball guys that? won the first half 6-3. But then in the second half, we were up 5-3. We were up 5-3 at one point. Yeah, and then they came they back and <laughs> got two Because they legitimately were just like, 
they they were so on the edge, man. They kept getting lucky boost and bombs and on OD. Mm. So difficult. And then the first mm-hmm. half of Moonbase, we won four to three, and then they got pops <laughs> on the second yep, half. And then they figured out, hey guys, let's get pops, and then they win the game. Yeah, it's a very easy, very easy solve. <laughs> but they're they're really good. Ball guys are pretty good. Joe Hobo and Crossover has a really good offense. Two nuts and Graham. Two nuts is very hard to juke. He's very yeah, hard to juke. Good job to ball guys, and I hate this. <laughs> that team is so inconsistent and chaotic <laughs> and finally last A team game Manipulation Station versus Catalytic Cap Converters Manipulation Station gets the sweep they remain I think they what are they they're undefeated they're 5-1 they have an overtime yeah. yeah overtime win I think damn uh, just solid all around uh, Frank and HD have been a solid defense I'll say that. Yeah. Frank especially, he was all over the field. He was playing really good. Uh, I, it, HD took a risk on Frank. I mean, the chemistry was already there. They played a ton of Masters tournament, tournaments together. So mm-hmm. I guess they were used to each other's tendencies, but I didn't expect them to do well on the A-team level, but they are. I think we said they were going to be good. You did. I didn't. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's right. So it seems like all of my predictions so far are panning out. Yeah, I mean, you did. None say of that. yours are. I mean, you did say that Darkseid would beat Avo okay. on B team. So didn't. I said we'd do what? You did say that Darkseid would sweep a block orange on B team. Oh, no, but that was just that. Remember, that was just because you said that Avo would sweep. Mm. All of all of my predictions were just opposite of what you said because because you said them. Yeah, that's a pretty valid argument. Yeah. <laughs> it's a very valid argument. <laughs> mm-hmm. Exactly. And that's the A team so far. It's a pretty solid three weeks we have going on. The parody seems off though. I think we have three teams that have not won a game. Pustuff, it's spherical and Bohemian Capsidy. And then you have three teams who have not lost a game, which is Team About Nothing, Manipulation Station, and Dark Side. Compared to Season 18, this season's not that close in terms of, like, the teams. Yeah, but, I mean, it's it's only it's only week three. We still have four weeks to go. Um, and obviously a lot can change in those four. Like, that's, you know, we're not even halfway through the season yet. True. Looking at the leaders... A-team leaders right now, Sadness and Kus are like top one and two in caps because of that Bohemian Capsity week. Uh, no Name leads in hold, crossover second, Vader third, Infinite Sky is still fourth in hold. Uh, Prism leads in returns after getting like 28 in game two, half two against Pusa. He got a lot. And then Skippy is on pace to break... His prevent numbers are insane. 3,116 seconds in three weeks. I did math for him because I was helping him try and find out what was the uh, all-time prevent in the most season record or something. So Mm -hmm. after I did my analysis, I extrapolated it to seven weeks and it was 7,270. The prevent record is like 6,020 seconds. So so if if he continues at this pace, he will break the prevent record by about a thousand seconds. All right, now we move on to B team. Oh, I forgot we still have to go through B team. Post office versus dark side of the ball. Man, you lost badly on Merald. We did. 
You lost 7-3 and then 14-5. to Well, you know what? I am proud of my 10-T gasp for the week, and you can do whatever analysis you're going to do on that. Hey, what's your record? Don't worry, I'm checking um, it right now. I did not have relations with that record. Two. Oh, and five. These two OT wins. Ah. And you guys are 10th. There's still a chance. There's still a chance. Okay. Land Before Timers versus Olive Jardim. Now, Olive Jardim got the sweep, and that's a problem. That <laughs> is a problem. Land Before Timers at this point. I will say one thing that uh, Blob and Bergy are both Westerners now. Because they both live in, like, western states, I think. Blob lives in Vegas. And I think uh, Bergy is also, like, west coast. So they're playing on Dallas. I think they're really good on Dallas. So I uh, kind of expected them to do well. I just didn't expect LBT to, like, do badly. Yeah. I, th- I think that's that's part of their the draft strategy was drafting enough western talent to like hold yourself over on Dallas until you no longer have to play Dallas games, hopefully, um, or for those weeks at least. What's weird is I think they they they're the two defenders they played are pretty good. I mean, Bergy and Blob, they're good on Chicago, they're good on Dallas, but it's a nice back. Like maybe they were thinking about playoffs, they would have to go through one of the two central teams. Neither of the central teams are in the playoff field as of this week. So they might be able. They might have to play on Toronto a lot of times, and I think Toronto will be a bit more difficult. Yeah, but I mean, we both know that's going to change because, um, you know, we predicted the two Western teams to be top of the league, and it's it's going to happen. Yeah, I agree. Land before timers are going to make the biggest comeback ever. Next game, Bohemian Cassidy with a team about nothing. BCC. I mean, this was actually a very, very interesting match to watch. I mean, T10 takes the uh, series two to one, but the aggregate was only was actually in favor of Bohemian Capsidy. It's a this is very reassuring if you're Rick G, seeing your B team perform at this level against one of the arguably top B teams in the league, and if you're a team about nothing, you feel a little bit more confident in your lineups, but you are a little bit worried about your depth situation, especially when going up against uh, the better uh, teams. Okay, next game. Master Builders versus Spherical on Ice. Soy. Spherical on Ice gets the 2-1 win for the series. That's more like it, but I don't think Master Builders is very good. I actually seem pretty... Actually, Master Builders had a win, one game two, half one, but then Spherical on Ice came back with a three-cap win on Game 2-F2 two two to win by one. Then they just took over. We traded Rig for Arrow after Week 2. So I guess the uh, the additional defensive help really uh, bolstered the team. I agree with that. Yeah. I, I, I think, especially in a matchup like that, where neither team has, uh, you know, the depth to have, like, four or three really good games, uh, it's kind of just, again, yeah, just a, a match between who can who can basically run up to score the most in the games where the top four are in. You see how that went. It is interesting because there was a trade, Ed for Razgris, and I think Ed will continue will play B team defense while Razgris will play B team defense for uh post office. So it will be interesting to see how the dynamic changes there. And then you have ball guys versus block work. That was not a fun game to watch. Uh 
Abo had a lead in every single half and then lost it in the second. Ball guys end up getting what? They got five, six points for the week. We got three. Should have had a sweep maybe. But it's whatever it is. And for the final one, the station versus CCC. And Nip got the sweep. I mean, CCC did keep it close in mm. the first two games. And then they won the third, the first half of the third game. But then Nip had a 12-4 second half. Which uh, pretty much nailed and like ruined any chance they had. But, I mean, Nip is pretty much the number one B team going into the week four. They're eight. Oh, and one, they're eight and one. So it's a very solid week. And I think the team for Nips is kind of reminiscent of season 15, where they were, seemed to be unstoppable. All of their late round picks were, were gems. And their first round picks were pretty much also gems. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's a weak pick that they made for the B team. But I don't know. CCC did really well last week. And they did pretty. They were pretty close this time. Maybe their lack of defense kind of hurt them for the second half because they had no depth. I think CCC's lack of depth kind of hurt them, especially like going into the third game. Yeah, um, that third game looked kind of rough for them. And I, I don't know if it was necessarily a lack of depth, but maybe just like inexperience on the map. I feel like the first half they had probably their there are more experienced players in on that map. Actually, interesting. The first, the first game. Uh, CCC had a two-cap lead going into game two. The score mm. after like in like after seven minutes was four to six wow. favor of Nip. So they were basically high. Seven minutes. So there, there was only three minutes left. Yeah. Holy! They got six caps. They got four caps in the last minute. I I think that's definitely that's a map where once you get a chain you can definitely make that happen. Um, Both teams look pretty solid. FPK is doing really good this season. Tenno Gas, most caps. He is back to his previous form. A lot of good players on this team in this match. And in the end, Nip fought hard for the sweep. And now it's on to week four. Dark side versus ball guys. Uh, Dark side are going to win because they're going to stay undefeated. And because I don't like Ghost, I'm going to go with the other option, ball guys. Sweep. Uh, Land Before Timers versus Manipulation Station. The Nips, because LBT is on the struggle bus. Yep, I'm going to agree with Ghost here. I think Manipulation Station has this in the bag. Uh, Bohemian Cassidy versus Pustop. <laughs> I think they're, they're going to split. I think this is this is kind of just going to be a a random roll of the dice at this point. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to say Bohemian Capsidy sweep because Space Tiger is a Space Tiger and Space Tigers pretty much eat all your homies. Hey. Uh, spherical on Ice versus Olive Jardim. Spherical on Ice versus Olive Jardim. I'm going to go with Olive Jardim sweep on that. I'm going to go with Olive Jardim sweep because uh, I don't think the thing I like about Olive Jardim uh, Olive Garden food is that it's not icy. So Sweep. A team about nothing versus Blackwork Orange. I'm gonna go team at nothing sweep because active bad pain. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just pain. I, I'm pretty sure I've made that prediction multiple times, and it's it's worked out multiple times. Pain. <laughs> I am in. Pain. I think that's what's happened so far. Yeah. I will agree with Ghost. Because I very much know that he's going to have to address me as the best offender anyway. So I'm just going to keep him happy for this uh, last 10 minutes. 
and master builders versus catalytic cap converters. Tough one. It's a very tough one. I'm gonna go with catalytic cap converters. Sweet. I don't know why. I just like the logo more. I mean, the master builders logo is literally a on a boat, so I don't want that. I'd rather take the clean catalytic cap converters logo. Yeah, I'm gonna go master butter. I'm gonna go split, but master butter take aggregate. And now for B team, dark side versus ball guys. <laughs> I'm just gonna say it. I think dark side is gonna sweep. That's exactly right. I mean, I'm yeah, I'm totally giving you false hope. Okay, Lambert for timers versus manipulation station. Uh, manips win sweep 100%. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go crazy here. I am going to say Potato Chip is the last piece they need for some reason. And LBT wins two of the of the three. For your sake, I hope so. Bohemian Capsidy versus Post Office. I'm going to go Post Office sweep because that will help us get in the playoffs. I'm actually going to go Bohemian Capsidy wins two of the three. I think Rick G on offense le- legitimately makes this team like a, a booper contender. Uh, Spherical on ice to Olive Jardim. Uh, let's go with Olive Jardim sweeps for Smalley. Yeah, I'll agree with that too. I actually think, actually, no, I'm going to go Spherical on Ice wins two of the three. Because I think with Rig now there, I think their team will be more solid, especially for on the defensive front. Uh, team about nothing versus a block recurrent. Uh, team about nothing, 100% sweep. I am going to say pain, more pain. <laughs> More suffering, but in the end, a Blackwork Orange wins every single game because if they can do what they did against Dark Side of the Ball, then I think we're solid. They won't. They will. They probably will. Mm-hmm. And finally, Master Boaters versus the CCC. Uh, let's go split on that one. I am. Wait, you can't split. Okay, let's go. They split and tie the middle game. What? <laughs> that uh, let's go. Let's go. Master Butters win two one. There we go. I'm gonna go the exact opposite. Catalytic cap converters win two to one. I still don't think Master Butters team is like their depth is horrible, and I think at least Catalytic cap converters have a solid offensive core. Because once Ed like doesn't play, if what the halves that Ed and Enthamim don't play, I don't think they have good defenders after those two. I don't think it'll be good a good idea for them to play in the same half together. But if they don't play in the same half together, then FUCK will pretty much exploit like anything. Like every other any any defender who isn't Enthamim and Ed is at danger of getting exposed by FU. Mm-hmm. True. That's an alliteration, by the way. That's three E names and the word exposed. Yeah, uh, scripted. Easy. <laughs> and that's pretty much it. I don't think we're going to do trivia because I do not want to lose off the technicality again. Mm-hmm. And also because I don't want Ghost to lose. This has been Not Active and Ghost. Yeah. You don't right. friend to all an enemy to everyone else no one all right um, jesus christ this, this has be been the podcast, spike, i think this has been the spike and spike this has been the spike and spike podcast 
brought to you by Activia, Ghosts, and also, I don't know, a small, big, giant, I, I don't know what small, big, really is. Uh, we're also sponsored by Casper, the friendly ghost, uh, mm-hmm. Dan and Yogurt for some reason, uh, mm-hmm. the uh, the fairy tale, the the uh, the uh, Jack and the Beanstalk because of the uh, big friendly giant. I don't think that's the right one. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and and thanks to our our uh, Patreon supporters and our OnlyFans uh, subscribers for um, you know obviously being loyal. And, we uh, have an OnlyFans. Oh, well, we I mean, OnlyFans? me and me and Smalley have an Only OnlyFans. Yeah, you weren't oh. invited to that one. But, Good. <laughs> hey, uh, I mean, is it though? I don't need that. Is it All right, that, I'm gonna cut it off there. Yeah. How do I get the links now? Mm, uh, well, I'm not the person to consult with that. I would assume you have to one stop the recording, and number two figure out how the your program thing works. Craig leave. You don't have you have to type it to him. You can't say